This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. And welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday, April 2nd, 2021 on My Talk. Everything Entertainment, Everything Cornhole Tournament. We will stop this tournament right now. We are adults and this is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Hit the crap. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Whoa. She needs to take control of this situation. It's out of hand. She does. 
Wonder what she thinks of this show. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what'd you think of Snow White, lady? Oh, this no. is stupid. Okay. <laughs> It was nothing like I remembered. <laughs> yeah, we'll. Do you guys feel that way too? Oh, no, you'll we'll see. We'll get into it at eight yeah. thirty. But eight thirty, force movie reviews, classic movies, the nineteen thirty seven Snow White, and the Seven Dwarves from Walt Disney is the topic today. I can't wait. Especially Kenny's been very quiet, but we'll see. Yeah, you could probably predict <laughs> my reaction. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um. So we've known this for a while, but not only anecdotally, but the the numbers are are there to prove it. And I actually have some numbers. Nielsen, those are the ratings people. Uh, they are proving what we've kind of guessed all year along, meaning all during the pandemic in 2020, that old shows were hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, people yearning yearning for a simpler time they wanted nostalgia they wanted to watch things that made them feel like they were wrapped in a warm blanket watched things that uh they watched maybe when they were kids watched things that represent a simpler time when we weren't in a global pandemic um so now they have actual numbers and i have um the biggest nostalgia comedy shows for mm. uh in 2020 and yes yeah let's all let's go around and i just tell me one show you think is on the list and again this is specifically um nostalgia comedy lex what Friends. do you think okay oh. kenner mattel what do you think give me an old show that you think is on there and i mean it can go back to the 50s oh boy Ugh. Come to me last. For, I, see, no. my tastes don't reflect public taste. I love the Dick Van Dyke show. I'm completely obsessed well, uh, with it. That's a good right guess. Now. Kenny, that's I a good guess. Lucy. Why don't you just trust yourself? Trust yourself, right. Kenny. Okay. okay, Dawn, give me a show. Mary Tyler Moore. God, oh, see, Kenny, that's Mary. how you do it, like that, right? With McQueen. <laughs> um, yeah. Time to think. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, here we go. Here are the top shows for 2020. Um, we'll start, I believe there's 10 of them. Anyway, I'll start at the bottom here. The Bernie Mac Show. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I good. love that yeah. show. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. Never, never seen an episode. Okay. Oh, seriously? Nope. You've never seen a single episode? Oh, yeah. No, no. I love uh, show. Here's the theme for the next one. That's right. Good times. Uh huh. That comes in there. Um, it was uh, this is gross minutes viewed. Um, six million. Oh, I'm sorry. Six billion eight hundred and seventy-one million minutes. Wow. And that is a and that is a twenty-four percent jump from 2019. Uh, the next one on the list for uh, last year. Here's the theme. Full house. Full house. Yeah. Uh, That's next. Kind of surprising, but cool. Yeah. Well, think about it for the for the for like Collins generation for the the nineties kids. Yeah, the nineties kids. Yep. That that hits that's that hits a warm spot. Yeah, um, just okay. Fresh Prince. Yeah. 
Kenny, you were kind of right. Dick Van Dyke is right below uh, this list, but I Love Lucy is smack dab mm. in the middle. Oh, I was going to oh, say that, too. I can too. see that. Yeah. Uh, that, that racked up uh, nine, billion, uh, 9 billion minutes of viewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Lopez is above I Love Lucy. Wow. Oh, as far cool. as, yeah, huh. Family Matters, Roseanne. Yeah. Ah. Number two, uh, let me give you a hint, and let's see. I'll go to Kenny last. Um, 60s black and white is in at number two. Give me some hint. Give me some guesses. 60s black and white? 60s era. Jefferson's? No, that's not black and white. That's 70s and in color. That's 70s in color. (laughs) (laughs) 60s black and white. Um... 60s era television, um, black and white. Number two on this uh, list. The, It'll surprise you. Stooges? Is that? Still great. Okay. Three Stooges. Uh, Kenny? I um, Dream of Jeannie started okay, out good. black and white. In the is 60s. that black and white? Okay. Good in guess. 60s, yeah. uh, McLean, Commodon. Is Ozzy and Harriet? Uh, 50s, 60s. It went in, uh, yeah. It went okay. through the. Or okay. the Adams Family, maybe? Oh, you're getting a little closer, uh, the, closer to the year. The Webster's. Okay, here we go. Oh, Andy Griffith. Oh, yeah. Andy Griffith. That's, oh, that's always on TV when you turn always. it Always. used to watch it every day while 50, I ate my lunch. Listen to this. 50, almost 58 and a half billion minutes. Wow, just last year? People just last that? year. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Fifty-eight billion minutes. That's gross minutes. That's uh, yeah, surprising. and that is, and, and this is interesting. The minute the, the the minutes are calculated using total total duration of all airings across broadcast, cable, and syndication. Mm-hmm. So that's over a variety of things. And then number one, one of you, when we were just spitballing at the very top, one of you guessed the very. Big number one show of last year, which almost doubled the Andy Griffith show as far as minutes watched last year. Um, and it's this one. Friends. Friends. Yeah. Almost. Friends right now. Almost 100 billion minutes spent watching Friends in 2020. Yeah, wow. 96 to be exact. Almost 97 uh, billion minutes spent watching Friends last year. Um, one of the other biggest shows, um, uh, The Office. The mm. Office. I can see uh, on, that. On traditional TV, 30 billion minutes. On Netflix alone, 57 billion minutes. Mm-hmm. So wow. a combined. Almost ninety billion combined over last year for just The Office. Yeah, I believe that kids love The Office. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids will binge The Office. It's mm. just I, you know we thought it anecdotally. We talked about it obviously last year. We did it. I know that for myself and Colin, we watched this all last year. Thank you for being afraid. Golden Girls. I'm shocked that's not on the list, actually. Me too. Oh, me too. What about Seinfeld? I know you're not a big fan of the show, Jace, but that's a no. huge hit that people are rewatching. 
Not in the top. How many did I give you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, not in the top ten. Huh. Wow. Of this Surprising. list of n- nostalgia, that yeah. That would have been my other guess, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not even, um, let, me, let me broaden this out. Not even in the top 15. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not Seinfeld. So, so that's uh, 2020? That's 2020, my People dear friend. People are trying to be soothed. By things that are that feel good and that are yep. familiar and and just like during that crappy time. Yep. Warm blanket. Yes. Well, I remember coming on the air uh, in the early, probably right around now, and I remember telling you guys that that night before we started watching Golden Girls, and it made me feel better before I went to bed. It was so dire, you know, the the news and. And it was and 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 it was just bad. And we turned on the Golden Girls, and it really, it really did make me feel better. Yeah. Um. It really did, and uh, it was it got us through some nights, man. It really did. So uh, now we have yeah. proof. And that's why these reboots are doing so well too, because of that nostalgic feel. You yep. get that old feeling, but new characters. Like, I mean, I'm not sure how many people are watching the Punky Brewster reboot, but um, also Ooh. the reunions too. Yep, absolutely. Um, what else is new that we've been watching that is warm? That's warm, but like we we know the characters and we're so happy that it's back and all the different reboots, even the real world. Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Saved by the Oh yes, Cobra Kai. Fuller House, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. yeah. Mm, terrible. C- coming up on eight seventeen, <laughs> Elizabeth Reese will be here with the dirt alert, and then at eight thirty, you've been waiting for it. Forced movie reviews, Snow White. And the horny dwarfs next. (laughs) Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consult at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. You will find the hottest stories in pop culture and entertainment right here in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Well, good morning. Happy Friday. Yay. Elizabeth. Every other week oh I alternate. Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> what she said. Again, I just like to anger half of you so that I ensure my continued placement on this oh fine goodness. radio show. Oh, Elizabeth, <laughs> just so, championship. Yeah, d- so Jason, disappointed. It'll take so Jason dis- until Wednesday of next week to get yep. over that. I'll win him back by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, good morning. I'm happy to be with you, you guys. And Chloe uh, Kardashian feeding the Tristan Thompson engagement rumors oh. with a new ring photo. Oh, guys, man. I got to talk about people who do these crazy, long, super pointy nails, particularly <gasps> if you have right small children. I don't understand how you function. I don't understand how you do everyday tasks when you have nails that go like a solid two inches past your fingers and then they're like talons and they're super pointy. I mean, I change diapers and white bottoms for as my second full time job. And (laughs) that's impossible to do with nails Yeah, and could lead to some really disgusting residue, I guess. Ew, yeah, Ew. they're like little spade shovels. That's exactly- yeah. Oh it's my just, goodness. And, and, the, and the grime that gets underneath there that you, it's just, how do you keep your, I underneath your nails clean? It I just don't... makes me so uncomfortable. Me too. People are all into it. And Chloe uh, Kardashian is one of them, but she's got a massive ring on her left ring finger and it is beautiful. Um, but oh. people are saying, no, she has used that ring before to promote her Good American line of shoes. Oh. Her good American jeans, by the way. I mean, they're the best. Are they? Uh, they are so oh. freaking good. And I will tell you, I am, I am praying that I'm about four weeks away from fitting into all of mine again. And it will be <laughs> such a great day when I can put those jeans on. Because I've tried and the zippers are not quite a-going. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Come yeah. on. But I'm not letting them go. They're expensive jeans. You know how people are like, just get rid of your stuff that doesn't no. fit you? No, no, no. And no. then I'm going, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Those jeans are staying there until I... my hiney, hiney ho can fit back into them. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You got this. Can I have Elizabeth? your old pregnancy pants, please? <laughs> yes, I actually have some really comfortable leggings, Kenny, that would look fantastic under some sort of house dress for you out in the country with a with a hat. House a dress. dress. Did, you just, <laughs> did you just say house dress <laughs> to Kenny? With a hat, a straw oh. hat, a hat. Yes. Can't oh. you see it? I'm with dying. the arms cut off. Muscle man top. With the sleeves cut off. Yeah. Right? Got the- yeah. That would be great. I'll, what I'll a leave look. You, I'll leave you a postpartum care package, Kenny. 
Thank you. I'm loving everything about everything about this right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very fun. Um, <laughs> Prince William, uncomfortable talking with Prince Harry. So we'll mm. see how much mm. their relationship continues after he um, Harry told Gail that they'd had a conversation, but it wasn't productive. Mm-hmm. And so now... Um, well, I bet that's hard when your brother says that you're trapped. Yeah, like, I know. Because he probably is like, yeah, I am. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trapped. He is trapped. Yeah. He has no yeah. choice. Like, I don't have any choice. There aren't. There's two of us, and you already bailed out. So now yeah. I'm the only one left. So thanks a lot. Yeah. Right. <sighs> it's a lot of work. You know, like the person who's named. This is the only way I can relate to it. The person who is named like the head of the estate. Yep. When a parent dies. And you yeah. think like there's all this, oh, well, you're the one that's in charge and you're the one who gets all the stuff. And then as it progresses, you realize that the person who is in charge of it now has another full time job. It's so much work. Yeah, Everybody's mad at you. Everyone's mad at you. It's yeah. thankless. And you're like, boy, I'm glad that I'm not the oldest and didn't have to deal with that. I am really hoping that I'm not named the head of any sort of estate. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I've You're got two other sisters. Though, right? Yeah, but my middle sister's more responsible than me, so she could do it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, right. the younger one, I think, is too. <laughs> I think that they would both be better at that yeah. than me. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. Yeah. I'm trying to just keep, keep track of my spending on a daily basis, much less an entire estate. It's not yeah. happening. Uh, Michael Strahan, as we thought, his tooth gap is here to stay. Yes. It was an April Fool's Day prank, which is pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it's kind look, of a cute I, little thing. It's like a mm-hmm. harmless. It's hard to come up with a good April Fool's Day prank when we're in the times that we're in. Yeah, and I normally I hate the holiday, but that I have to I have to give him credit. That was cute. It was cute. Yeah. Um, the team at Twin Cities Live played an April Fool's Day prank on Steve and myself yesterday. Oh, they did. Um, they started a segment with. John Hansen and Rebecca Wood, the original hosts of Twin Cities Live. Like, we came out a commercial to them. And then they were welcoming back to the show. And Steve and I were so confused. And then we thought it was recorded. And it turned out it wasn't. They were there live with us. What? And so we got to chat with them for like five minutes. It was so much fun. That's hilarious. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. I know. It was really cool. And then, you know, someday we're going to do our April Fool's Day prank, Jason. Um, Tell them about that. Yes. This is our idea. Yes. We want to have, we want to start Jason's talk show with me and Steve walking out and being like, welcome to the Jason show. And just not acting, just not saying anything about it. And then we'll do the same on TCL later. Yeah. Like I just walk out. Like, yeah, just walk out, and then you just start, and you just host the first yep. part of it, and then and we don't just even acknowledge. Nope. Like there's nothing odd about the but fact that you say that... welcome to Twin Cities Live. Yep, it'll I'm be great. Your host Jason Matheson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So happy to be here. Um, I think we could. We need to wait probably like another five years. Okay. Yes. Now we just told everybody about it again. We did. Oh, I know. That's right. You know, oh, Colleen well, and Bradley. We're did on their, the air. Yeah. They did their April Fool's Day prank on uh, Marjorie. And me, when we hosted the 9 to Noon show, do you remember the stink bomb that they set off in oh, our studio oh while we were on the air? Oh, my goodness. What? Yes. Done. They set off. They came in. They brought us coffee. Oh. And I said, don't drink the coffee. Don't trust those two ever. <gasps> and then they let off a stink bomb. And little did they know that no one knew that I was super early pregnant. And I was dry heaving over the <laughs> garbage no. can. And we had to leave the studio. And then the entire studio reeked so bad for the whole day because the, the stink bomb day. went all the way to the front main entrance 
Because there was no air flowing in there. We it's a were closed studio. livid. That was not funny. <laughs> oh, I my still God. Remember, right. remember that? Yeah, yeah not good. That was so they got and they got into a little trouble. (laughs) Remember, Lex? They they got got into into trouble, but that Uh was the April Fool's Day prank back is the bosses called them in. And (laughs) it was very funny. Oh, it was good. All right, that was good. Elizabeth is good. (laughs) Today at three on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, what you've been waiting for for some movie reviews, Snow White Edition next. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. You seem mighty happy with yourself tonight, Jr. You managed to evict some widows today? You keep drinking like that, and you're going to be evicted onto a trash heap, dear. This has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, welcome back, and uh, I played that for a reason. 43 years ago, right now, Dallas premiered on CBS, April 2nd, 1978. So happy 43rd anniversary to my beloved Dallas. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk World 071. Everything entertainment, everything bourbon and your coffee. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Oh, we've been waiting for this all morning long. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, this, this. It's America's favorite segment on our show, uh, Forced Movie Reviews, Classic Movie Edition. The last few months, we've been doing a pop culture experiment, watching AFI's 100 Greatest American Films list to see, hey, are they really classics? And if they are classics, hey, do they hold up? And are they actually entertaining? Today, we watched, or not today, but today we are going to be reviewing the Walt... Today, we are going... (laughs) We are going to be reviewing the Walt so, Disney yeah. classic and the thing that started it all, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That's right. Um, <laughs> that was a surprise. They sing going home from work. I thought it was just going to work. No, uh, girl, they sing all the time. You obviously didn't watch <gasps> the whole movie, did you? Well, well uh, oh, you've, I... you've been busted. <laughs> I busted you right away. Oh my god! You didn't What's watch happening? the whole movie. No, I watched because the whole movie. They did sing the version you're familiar with at the end. Yeah, I, when I said they when they went back to work. No, I know. That's what I was saying. I thought they only sang it. Going yeah, she said to only. Work. Mm-hmm. See, we busted you, Kenny. Yeah, we busted you not listening. Mm-hmm. I really thought I had one. No, nope, you didn't. The reason Um, that's so fresh is because I actually did watch it this morning, Jason. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's start with you then. Uh, It's fresh in your mind. What did you think of Walt Disney's original? I don't get it. Uh, The animation for the time, 37, right? 1937. Mm -hmm. That's obviously brilliant. The color, obviously brilliant. Very basic animation compared to nowadays. But, you know, obviously impressive for the time. The storyline... Uh, the only thing I took away from the storyline is something I've been saying my whole life. Mirrors are evil. All mirrors are evil. Do not trust the mirror ever, ever. Oh, Never talk into the mirror ever. It's no damn good. Oh, my gosh. Um, Never talk what else? into the mirror. 
Uh, oh, you know what? I saw a lot of spinoffs in the future in this one movie. I saw oh, yeah. Cinderella in this movie. I saw Sleeping Beauty in this movie. And I might have seen something else in this movie. Um, right? Because yeah. the sleep. The oh, absolutely. The evil. Yeah, the mm-hmm. evil mom. The, the prince uh, comes. The prince, yeah, the, and the all day. of that. Uh, the only thing that I was truly, truly impressed with was the score, the music that went along with the action. That was awesome for me. I've always loved orchestra um, scoring of cartoons. Uh, and it's I think it's one reason why I love, well, believe it or not, Roadrunner and all, all those Warner Brothers cartoons sure. is because of the music. And this the music here was top-notch. But other than that, uh, I fast-forwarded through the singing. I don't like singing, and I don't <laughs> oh, like singing in my cartoons. Oh, you're kidding me. Most of it nope, was singing. No, fast-forward. No, oh there was like God. eight songs. I, I did read somewhere <laughs> they recorded like, yeah, that they recorded like thirty songs and only used eight, and I think they used eight too many. Um, but <laughs> it was all right. Uh, please don't make me watch anything like that again. <laughs> don't tell us. Tell you know, <laughs> yeah, Holly. Uh, we'll, we'll go, Dawn, uh, next to you. Okay, um, listen, I wanted to like this, but I got antsy whenever there was so much hijinks and fun with the dwarves. I was like, oh, for God's sake, move the plot along, please. And so I had to keep going back in my mind and going, okay, for 1937, this was like the most amazing thing that people had seen, this yeah. animation. Oh. Oh, they had yeah. never seen this before. So people were sitting in theaters, and they were probably crying at the end. You know what Ugh. I mean? I mean, oh, this is during yeah. World it's War II. People are really poor, and they're really sad. You know, that's the way I imagine it. And still, this was like a moment of joy that probably just completely just made people feel so good. I mean, we still sing these songs today. So I had to keep going back there because I did get antsy and bored. I, I'm sorry. And the witch looks like Marty Feldman, if you know who that is. <laughs> in a witch's costume. Yes. <laughs> From Young yes. Frankenstein with the eyeballs. Yes. I was like, yes, yes. Marty Feldman. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. And who has like a underground river in their castle? That was kind of oh. weird, too. I loved all the animals, though. That was really precious. And, um, yeah. Mm. So, you know, I just... It was just too slow for me. I would give it a C. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of draggy. Okay, Lexi, go ahead. Especially with the animation that we're used to today. You're right. You have to remember, this was 1937. Yeah. And it was a big deal. But yeah, for, for today, the other thing, it really should be named to, renamed to Snow White and the Seven Pervy Dwarves. There were just <laughs> too yes, much. Like, Alexis. That was just... Really? That was uncomfortable. I was like, what? oh my God. What part? What part? Oh, just the googly eye. I mean, they're little old men, and she's what? Like, how old is she? 14. 14 years old, oh. and... It just felt, ugh. I I think you're the perv because that didn't occur to me. I I think you're thinking weird thoughts. Well, I mean, I am, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I I think that other people today would look at it and go, whoa, 
That's a uh. little bit. Ooh. Uh, and also just the gender huh. stereotypes that, that they really honed in on. You guys yeah. don't want to wash. They're dirty, filthy. Women just come and clean. Uh, women are evil. You know, they they're trying to control you all the time. I mean, grumpy. Come yep. on. Me too. Movement. Oh, right. Yeah. What you got uh, against grumpy? What's what you got against grumpy? Right. What's what's that? I thought that's Kenny. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> but not uh, the misogynistic part. Just right. just well. the grumpy part. Well, and then all of and then I like the animals too, but it, when you really think about it, if it's not animated, if they were real squirrels and chipmunks <laughs> oh, running no. all over the kitchen table and all over the bed and deer sleeping on your bed, that's just no. No, no. <laughs> and she's an intruder. <laughs> she is an intruder. She like what is she doing? What oh, do you mean Lex. she's an intruder? She just thought it was an You're abandoned right. cottage. Yeah. Breaking and entering. She, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She lays on their beds and She's a princess. She can go all the she animals wants. in there, but she did well, get the animals to clean. Now that's genius. How did she do that? I know. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, this is the okay. best review from Lex ever. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, I can't believe not. Okay, so I, Lex, I thought for yeah, sure. You, well, we got to take a break, and I'll and I'll I'll wrap yeah. it up and and okay. uh, g- give some perspective about w- the the production of the movie itself and the time and and a really cool thing about the production as far as how it revolutionized uh, future animated movies, but. I can't believe it. Nobody mentioned the glass coffin. Like Lex, I was waiting for you to oh. mention that in a in a fairy tale, there's a glass coffin. I thought for sure that you would hone in on that. But yeah, like yeah. Stalin yeah. wasn't Stalin in a glass. Yes, coffin? he was. Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on Snow White plus our next assignment when we return. And rain falls angry on the tin roof. I'm wishing, mm-hmm, I'm wishing the weekend wishing was here. Morning? I'm wishing I was home. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk Metal 7-1, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jason, Lex, Don, and Kenny. We are reviewing as part of uh, Forced Movie Review Front. As part of Forced Movie Review Friday, we're reviewing 1937's uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Walt Disney's very first feature-length animated movie. That by itself makes it a piece of film history and probably helped to solidify its place on AFI's list of the 100 greatest American movies. You've heard from Alexis, you've heard from Don, you've heard from Kenny, and now it's my turn. And and I may surprise you uh, because I'm the resident Disney guy here, and I do love all things 
thinks Disney. This is not my favorite. Um, I, 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 I do not have a place in my heart for Snow White. Um, it, it is everything that you guys said. Um, it is kind of arduous to get through at times. But at the, the but I can also both of you, Kenny, not so much, but well, no, Kenny, you appreciated the 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 score. I found myself um, not so much looking at the plot, but I was examining different aspects of the film, like the animation and the fact that the fluid movements of the humans. I mean, you know, it was fascinating to watch the documentary about the making of it because they literally had actresses um, act out. You know, every scene they had a woman acting out of Snow White and the animators basically recreated her with their pencils and in that's just what an achievement wow, is that on disney plus jace uh, no, I saw it. No, I have the DVD. I'm a nerd, and I have it on DVD, oh, and I have I have a making of. Yeah, yeah. The documentary is actually probably better than the movie itself for <laughs> modern audiences. But um, and the other thing too with Snow White is um, the use of the multiplane camera. And I, I, I don't worry. Don't turn off. I'm not going to get all nerdy. But it really is. It was a revolutionary tool because basically, to put it in in dumb guy terms for all of us. It's basically, it looks like a rack, like a computer rack that you see in your server, in a server room. But each rack has, um, has plates on it that move independently. And each plate has a layer of the animation. And the, the director can move the plates independently to give the illusion of motion. So, you know, the background, so one plate of glass can have painted on it some trees that's in the foreground. And then the bottom plate can be the castle. So as the cam, as the plates move, the, the, the camera itself is stationary. As the plates move, it gives the illusion of movement, which before Snow White had never been created um, with with a still image. I was wondering about how they were panning in. Yes. I was like, okay, they're making the trees bigger. Like, how are they drawing this? It just was like, wow, that's a big deal that they're panning into shots and stuff. The different layers of artwork, still handmade, but on these plates, they are moving at different speeds to create, you know, the illusion of movement. So the farther away the camera, the slower the speed. And Disney and the create and the animator team created it, um, created that technology much the same way George Lucas revolutionized special effects with Star Wars in 77. Disney did this uh, with the multiplane camera in uh, the mid 30s. So when you're wa- yeah, so when you're watching Sleeping Beauty and Bambi and the movies that came after and you're seeing these background moves, just know that's that's done by humans on this rack. Um, with different plates, and it's fascinating to watch, and you 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 look at it differently when you know that. So, um, yeah. So I was looking at that. Um, I was looking at the evolution of the Disney princess of like, wow, you know, from Snow White to what they are now, more independent, more uh, representative of of actual live women, mm-hmm. and um, and then on, on a funny note, the creepiness of the fact that. You know, even if it was in the original source material, you would never put a glass coffin in a kid's movie now. And <laughs> no. 
just the fact, and I I actually forgot about that because I haven't seen this in a while, and I and but I I've watched it several times, and I forgot about the glass coffin, and just seeing the words when the font comes up, it's like and the and the and the dwarves <laughs> couldn't bring themselves to bury the princess, yeah. so they placed her in a glass coffin, and I giggled out loud. I was drinking coffee, and I giggled out loud. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot they they put her in a glass coffin and they just stared at her oh my uh, god comes, i wonder if they tried to kiss her yeah, yeah maybe you know and, yep. the day. yeah whatever yeah so and then the witch i mean and then the other thing was the witch is really scary like yeah. if i for kids yeah this is a dark movie like when the witch falls mm-hmm. and then the freaking vultures look at each other like hey let's go eat see I'm i like, thought they were gonna help her i thought they were gonna no the girls are gonna save her no, no yeah. they're eating the witch mm. yeah <laughs> holly oh. roberts holly roberts joins us now on the phone with next week's assignment hello holly roberts Hello, good morning. Good morning. Okay, without further ado, Holly, I have for you the patented Holly Roberts drum roll for the assignment. Here we are. All right, everybody. Your assignment for this week is the Alfred Hitchcock classic, Vertigo. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm excited for Hitchcock. Oh, who's moaning? Who's groaning? Kenny, are you groaning again? Talk about overrated. Yikes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Good Lord, Grumpy Dwarf. Let's do the review right now. (laughs) Never mind Don and Steve. we got another 30 minutes for me to bitch about this movie. Oh, (laughs) no. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I I won't hate you no for it, Holly. As, as far as you don't, as far as you know, I won't hate you for it. Oh. Kenny, at least I didn't pick Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Okay, Holly, I, you, I, Holly, week, I, I really thank you like, for that. Yes, yes, Holly, I love you. You're my best friend, and thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I can't wait. I it's I I like Hitchcock. I'm I'm a fan. So, well, thank you, Holly Roberts. Oh, you're welcome. Bye bye. Thanks, Holly. Thank you. Oh, so all right. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be real, real. I might just real watch good. it right now so I can no. be grumpy all weekend. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Monday, give a little taste. Tuesday, a little bit more intense. By Friday, ready just to blow. He's gonna yeah. be there. She blows yeah. a hump yeah. like a snow hill. Uh. It is Kenny Olson. <laughs> oh, don't. It's uh, yeah. I get it. I, I'm I'm going to be curious to actually watch it. I've seen it before, but uh, you know, does it hold up? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, has Kim Novak in it? She's so beautiful. Oh, she is gorgeous. She was on Falcon Crest because again, everything oh comes back gosh, to primetime soaps. She, she was. Yeah. Oh my god. She was in the '86, '87. I know. Everything comes back to primetime soaps. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I have no life. Happy anniversary, Dallas. Um, <laughs> I haven't is... seen this movie yet, so I'm excited oh, to yay, watch it. Oh, Lex. Yeah. yay, Lex. Uh, yay. That's going to do it for us today and this week. If you are a kid and you're listening and you're being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Everyone have a great day. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. Easter. Happy uh-huh. Passover. Mm-hmm. Yep, love yep. you so, so, so very much. Happy and Friday. It's Friday, so enjoy yourself. Friday! Oh, I don't, my button's not working. <laughs>